Hello, everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so excited to be with you today. So what we're going to be talking about is I'm going to share exactly how I set up my week and how I organize my schedule because your girl, Kelsey, right here is not naturally organized at all, okay? I am naturally a messy, creative, kind of all-over-the-place kind of person. So learning how to create structure for myself has changed my life because I think of it like this, like think of it like if you have a cup, you don't want any holes in that cup or else your water is going to be spilling out everywhere. And so the same thing, if you create a schedule or if you create some type of um, structure or container, your energy will be able to flow freely without you worrying about it spilling out all over the place or having a leak or a hole. Like that's kind of the analogy that I use. I'm a very visual person. So, oh my gosh, I don't know if you guys heard that. There's like this, so currently it is July 2020 and I am living in Tulum, Mexico. And I'm living in a neighborhood, a traditional like Mexican neighborhood. And the way that they do advertisements is they literally just ride through the neighborhoods blasting what they want you to hear. And so you're just sitting in your house and you're hearing it like you have no choice but to hear it. So I got distracted. Okay, so if you are someone who is like, like you have, oh oh my gosh, I have this idea and then I have this idea and then you have this idea. If you feel like you're someone who has a lot of ideas and it can be like a great asset or it can be like a weakness because you have so many things that you like to do and it's hard to know what to do, then this episode is really going to support you, okay? Because I totally get it. Um, and especially if you have a lot of time on your hands right now, if you have more time on your hands than you normally have, it can feel even more frustrating when we are not able to get certain things done. Okay. Um, because it's like, our mind is like, Oh, I have so much time. Why am I not doing anything? But that's actually normal. Um, when I was in college, I went to Point Loma Nazarene university and I went to a junior college first and then I transferred over there. And when I transferred, I wasn't working. And I remember my grades were all like C's, C minus. And when I ended up getting a job, I got a job um, and started working like 30 hours a week. My grades all went up to like B's because I all of a sudden was forced to manage my time because I had structure. I knew exactly when I was going to be at work. So that meant I knew that there was a small limited time frame for me to complete homework instead of being able to say, wow, I have the whole day to do it. Because you guys know how that goes when you're like, oh my God, I have the entire day to do this. And then our mind is like, okay, cool. Well, then we don't need to do it right now. We got all the time in the world. And then all of a sudden we go to lay down and we're like, fuck, I didn't do it. And then it's like, fuck, I don't even have a reason why I didn't do it. I just didn't do it. (laughs) So here's the thing. You're not lazy. You're not even a procrastinator. Procrastination's a habit. And it's not that you're lacking, like, the motivation to do it. You're lacking the clarity around what it is that you're trying to get done. So the very first thing, numero uno, The very first thing that we need to talk about when creating that structure for yourself so you can flow, numero uno, is having clarity. We got to get super clear on what it is you actually want to complete and get done so you can be able to have that sense of accomplishment of completing it. 
For example, if you give yourself this like big, huge goal of like, okay, well, I'm, I need to work on my business. That's so broad that the mind has no idea when to start, when to finish, what does complete look like? Like that is an everlasting, you know what I mean? So if you set that as a goal of like, oh, I'm going to work on my business today, but you don't have clarity of exactly what you're going to work on, exactly what you want to do, um, exactly what the intention is behind whatever it is that you're wanting to do, like you're going to feel like you're floundering. So step one, got to have clarity. Ask, okay, if I want to work on my business, get specific, narrow it down. What exactly in my business do I want to work on? Oh, I want to work on an Instagram post. Okay, cool. What's the intention behind the Instagram post? So you want to go, take it a step down, 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 and narrow it down to, okay, what is the thing I'm actually wanting to do right now? And then let that be your goal for the day. And so when I am um, like setting up my week, so very first thing is clarity. But I'm going to give you some of the nitty gritty stuff of what I do. Like, so on Sundays, it's my Sundays or Mondays, like because everyone hates Mondays and I have such a rebel spirit where I'm just like, I don't want to do anything the way anyone else does it. And I don't want it, my life. Like I want my life to look the way I want it to look. And the more and more I travel, the more I meet other people who give me proof of what things can look like and how it really can look any way you want it to. So with, with that said, I try to make Mondays really fun and relaxing because the stereotype is that Mondays suck and I'm not about those stereotypes. So on Sundays or Mondays, I will sit down and I will open up my calendar on my cell phone and then I will also open up my journal and I will start writing. I will start looking at, okay, what is actually in my phone already? Like, what am I committed to? Like, do I have calls? Do I have any meetings with people? Is there any family events going on? And I just kind of look at the week as a whole and I see it as a whole. I'm like, okay, well, and, and a lot of the times in my notebook, I'll straight up write Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with little lines underneath. And I'll start to look at um, what's on there. And then I start to ask, okay, what are the things that are important to me this week? What are three personal things for me that I would like to get done? And like, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, do taxes or do this one, email this one person, like, or do your laundry. Like for me, it, it, it can be anything. Or maybe it's like the nourishing things where I'm like, oh, I, I really want to uh, have an hour of meditation. Obviously, not everyone's down for an hour of meditation, but for me, it is like one of my favorite things. And so I love being able to see it on the calendar and be like, this is happening. Because when we see that, like when our mind gets to see it on a piece of paper and we can see our week as a whole, then we can start to look at it from a higher perspective instead of looking at it while we're in the day. Because when we're in the day, it doesn't feel as like you can be in the creator mode as it does when you are say on Sunday and Monday looking at the entire week. So write the week out, look at what you already have committed to, and then ask yourself, what would I like to, what do I want to create this week? Um, what's my top three things this week that I would like to focus on and like giving yourself, you can give yourself three personal goals and three business goals, or maybe it's just three goals in general. What are the three things? And they need to be specific goals. Do not write as a goal to clean your garage. Okay. That shit's going to take like eight to 20 to 50 hours. Who knows how long, you know? So if you give yourself a goal that 
it is like this huge chunk of time, the mind never comes to a moment to say, oh, look at that. I have the exact amount of time I need to do that activity. So what happens? We stop. We just keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And we start feeling like shit. And then it starts like weighing on us. Oh, I need to do this. No, we need to break it down into a smaller step, okay? If you want to clean the garage, if you want to be like, okay, goal for this week is to clean out one box. Like make it so ridiculously small so you for sure can do it, feel good about it. And then it creates a momentum and you you will have that sense of satisfaction, which I know you want because that's why you're listening to this. Um, So then you can, so look at what are the three things that I want to get done this week and then write them down on what day and what time you would like to do it. This is being very intentional, right? We want to be on purpose with our time and maybe you can chunk out too, like times that you want to relax, rest, because if you give yourself the time where you know you're going to rest, you, you, you aren't like being like, oh, I wish I could because you know, you have time dedicated for doing nothing. Um, also this is a huge like way to decrease anxiety and stress and overwhelm. The reason why is say you have the week planned out and you have this one thing that you really want to do it. If you decide, Hey, Thursday, I'm going to spend that day working on that one thing. When you are in the middle of Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, you don't have to hold space about that thing you want to do in your mind because you have a plan. The moment you create a plan, the mind can be at peace because it's like, oh, I don't need to worry about it today because today's Monday and the plan is it's going to be on Thursday. So you don't have to like be overthinking it and wondering when you're going to do it if you just set a day and a time for when you're going to give your attention to it. You get what I'm saying? Is this helpful? If you guys are loving this, if you guys are like resonating with this, take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story and tag me or send me a DM because I love talking about this stuff because this is like a different approach to how to be productive and how to overcome procrastination for the messy creative mind <laughs> because that's me. <laughs> and I like resonated so much with like organized chaos for so long because I'm like, oh, yes, I get it. But over the past like three, four years of of working for myself and being my own boss, I've learned to be organized. And so I am like so committed to sharing all of my learnings with you, all the things that I've learned around how to do that. And, you know, like to avoid overwhelm, you got to have a plan. And the best way to do it is a week at a time. Like there are fun times where you can do like 90 day plans and stuff like that. But for now, we are going, we are looking at just the week. So the first step is having clarity, sitting down asking yourself, what do I want to create this week? And I want you to be really aware of not setting crazy, outlandish, huge, big goals. Hear me out. Obviously, we want to always have our aim really big. We want to be able to reach for the sky. We want to be able to create things that are incredible. And if we don't create a goal that our mind is like, yes, I can do that. And the way that I kind of categorize that or will define that is something that will take you 30 minutes or less to complete. Those are the, those are the things that like on a day-to-day basis, like the same process I do over the week is where I say, what are the three things I want to complete this week? I will also do that within my day. So in the morning I grab my journal or I'll open up the notes in my phone and it's like, okay, 
what's on my plate today, right? We got to evaluate and assess what's already, what have we already committed to? What's on my plate today? And then what's important to me? What are the top three things that I want to complete for myself today? What's three things that are important to me? And then it's really powerful to then go, why is this important? Because sometimes all of a sudden we're like, oh, I need to do this. But then we ask ourselves, why is it important? And we realize, oh, I don't know. Not everything you do is going to contribute to the success that you want. Sometimes we will do things because we're like thinking we're supposed to. Um, so using that why question, whether you're looking at it for what's the top three things I want to complete this month? What's the top three things I want to complete this week? And then on a day-to-day basis, what are the top three things I want to complete today? And then the second part, using the question why. Why do I want to complete this? Why is this important to me? This is where you get to start to have the the intention behind it. And so you can make sure that it is really aligning with your values. Because when our actions are in line with our dreams and our values, we feel in alignment. Yes, yes, Kuwait. (laughs) We feel in alignment. So what are the top three things I want to do? Why is it important to me? And then the next part is who, what are the top three, like, ways of being that I need in order to do these things. So like, it's basically like, what's your top three to be list, your to be list. So for example, um, common words that are on my to be list is like, okay, well, in order to record that video, in order to record that podcast, I need to be confident. So I will put confident on my to be list, like basically every other day. I'm like, I need to be confident. I need to trust myself. Um, Confident, uh, worthy, powerful, determined, focused, energized, charismatic, captivating, um, magnetic, like all of these different words, you just choose three. Ask yourself, who do I need to be in order to do this? I'm legit bringing you guys behind the scenes on what I walk my clients through when I'm coaching them. But this is also what I walk myself through to be intentional about my day and about my time. Because if I make it connected to my heart and to my soul, then I become my own like motivating, like I become my own driver. It's not that someone else is motivating me or that someone else um, wants me to do something. It's really me doing things for myself. And when we start to get into the practice of asking ourselves, like, what's the three most important things to me today? Our confidence will just start to go up and up when we follow through on those things. But if we don't follow through on those things, our confidence starts to go down. For those of you that have been listening to Joyfully You podcast for a while, you guys know this is the confidence formula. The confidence formula is if you say you're going to do something and you follow through on doing it, your confidence goes up. But if you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, whether it be something for yourself, something for other people, something as small as, hey, I'll call you back. If you don't do it, a part of your confidence starts to go down, even just a slight notch, but it does, it goes down. So with that in mind, that is why we need to set goals that are attainable, that feel chewable, that feel possible and, and kind of setting a lower expectation so we can for sure meet it. And then once we meet it, if we still have that desire to go more, we will. And most of the time we do, because if we feel that sense of, oh, I completed my goal and we feel like, why well, I have, I have more to give. Everything else becomes a bonus versus if you set this big, huge goal and, and you feel like, oh, I'm just not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. Cause that's like the deepest wound that affects everyone is the belief of not being enough. So if you are setting goals that are too big and then you get me, you know what I'm saying? 
So clarity, the why behind it, your to-be list, and uh, when you're going to start. I think pulling the trigger to just start, like ripping the band-aid off, doing maybe the five-second rule, like five, four, three, two, one, start, is one of the hardest parts. You can have three things on your to-do list that's not going to take you that long, but if it's things that are really important to you, that really matter to you, and it's things maybe even about that regard being seen or heard on social media, or maybe it's a conversation with a person, or maybe if it, the more it matters to you, the more resistance is going to come up. So that's normal. If you feel like resistance, this is where it's like, oh, I just got to rip the bandit off and go for it. And this is where self-talk and self-love around being a perfectionist, like you get to notice that. It's like, oh, where am I trying to be perfect? Because I can tell you right now, like perfect is not relatable. And I'm a Virgo, okay? I'm a Virgo and there's a part of me that wants everything to be like kind of perfect. And so that obviously is not going to support me if I'm trying to build a business and go down entrepreneurship because literally like it is a rite of passage to do things messy. It's a required in order to get be successful. In order to be successful and experience like a thrill and passion in life, which I know that you like have that zest because you're listening to this, um, you have to take messy action. And I will let you know this right now. It will only seem messy to you. The person that's involved, other people around you, it won't seem messy to them. It's going to seem confident to them. They're going to be like, wow, this is awesome. That's cool. Look at you. You're going after something that really matters to you. You're doing something that you really care about. Wow. Okay. It will only feel messy to you. And the only way to start is to start messy. Because if you wait until you're perfect and you wait until you'll be waiting so fucking long, you'll be waiting like years. And in the meantime, all the people that are way less qualified than you are going to have successful, great businesses or happy lives or organized families and like have that sense of peace, you know, because they take messy action because they're willing to start before they're ready. Okay. So I would say that's like one of the biggest things is start before you're ready. And okay. Done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. This is huge because as, as a Virgo as well, like I can make things so complicated and I can make things so detailed in ways that just don't even make sense. And it's like, Kelsey. So the questions that I always ask myself, you could write these down. They're so powerful. They, they can annoy you, but if you really use them and let like the mind create a new pathway of idea of they work. Okay. So first question. How can I make this easier? How can I make this simple? Well, pretty much the question is like, how can this be simple? How can this be fun? How can this be easier? You know, how can I make this easier? How can I infuse a little fun into this? That's basically like easy and fun. Ask yourself those questions. How can I make this easier? How can I make this more fun? And something will come to you. You know, there's times where I realized like, how can I make this easier? Because in order to make it as great, make something as great as I wanted it to be, it would have required me to maybe stay up all night or do things that really was not in line with the level of self-care and like nourishment that I want to have. 
And I don't want to do anything that feels like a total hustle because I don't believe that it's necessary and required. And I think that it's an old paradigm of working. You know, we're told that if it's really, really hard, then it's really, really valuable, right? Hard work pays off. We've all heard that. Hard work pays off. And to an extent, that's true. Of course it's true. But it doesn't have to be a struggle all the time. And sometimes if we're procrastinating on something, it is your inner being's knowledge that things are not lined up just yet and it's best to wait. So trust yourself with that. But have a plan. Sit down week by week on a Sunday or a Monday and look at the week ahead. What do you already have committed to? What do you want to add into it? And what's your reason why? Why is this important to you? And then, and then, are you ready? Schedule celebration times. This can be on a day-to-day basis of like, how am I going to celebrate later today when I complete all the things I know I'm going to do? Um, And also schedule fun. Schedule in some fun. What are the fun things this week that I want to put on my, that I want to commit to? Or who do I want to text to have lunch with? What are the dates I want to set up with, you know, either the little fun romantic flirty dates or just friend platonic dates with someone you haven't talked to in a while. You got to schedule the fun. Scheduling the fun throughout it is like like infusing more life into your week because you get to be excited about different things and your source of pleasure is coming from multiple areas. It's like it can come from work that you're getting done. It can come from family. It can come from that date you know you have planned. It can come from that yoga class you know that you're going to go to. You know, on Sunday, Mondays too, if there's um, places online that are doing workouts or um, yoga studios or gyms or whatever, whether it's online or in person, pull up their schedule, pull up their, their Instagram page, pull up their website. What times are they doing it? What are the details? Like plug that in, give yourself the space to not have to worry. How am I, what am I going to do today? Like set your day and ask like, what was the dream case scenario for using my time? Especially if you're in a transition of learning how to be your own boss, like learning how to manage yourself. You got to ask, what is my dream case scenario for a day? Like in a day, what would I love for it to include? And this is like kind of a muscle that we develop because we have to uncondition ourselves from what we've been told a successful day is supposed to look like versus what your soul and what you actually resonate with on what a successful day looks like. You know what I'm saying? You kind of hear me on this? So for example, um, no one fucking works eight hours in a day. Unless you're working with manual labor where you are like can be your body is constantly moving like, okay, cool. You can be working for eight hours, but there's still a lunch break. There's still a couple minutes of chat. You still got to walk over to pick things up, whatever else. If you're working on the computer, if you're creating stuff, if you're wanting to be a coach, like I rarely work eight hours in a day. The way that a lot of the times my scheduling goes is more in seasons where if I'm launching or starting a new program or something that I'm going to be working a lot more. But then if I am not, um, if I am more in the teaching and implementing stage of a program, I'm not selling it, then I'm working a lot less, you know? And so it doesn't have to be that you, in order to be successful, you have to work really hard. No, that's such an old paradigm. That's such an old world. That's such an old way of approaching it. If you're trying to create your dream job and you're trying to create a dream lifestyle for yourself and you have that vision, then you have to know right here, right now, it's going to include more play than work. But when it does include work, it's things that are so intentional and on purpose, and you know what you want to complete with it. 
So um, that is kind of how I approach it. It's kind of like removing the fluff. What are the 20% of things that you do that create 80% of your results? It's called the 80-20 rule. And it's a theory, and a lot of business development and business coaches teach this. And it's very, like, kind of a corporate approach. That's kind of my background, too, along with being a traveling gypsy, you know. Maybe you don't. I'll tell you my story later. <laughs> um, so ask yourself, what are the 20% of activities that create 80% of my results? What's the thing that connects you with clients the most? Is it Instagram stories? Is it posting on your feed? Is it making phone calls? Is it sending emails? Is it what are the 20% of things that create 80% of your results? And if you can find what those are and you can just give your best to those, I think you'll see incredible results. Don't forget about the to-be list. Okay, so that is how I organize and approach and schedule my week. That is how I let myself be intentional and on purpose. And, you know, schedule each day a way that you want to reward yourself, a way you want something that you can look forward to, something that you can create kind of a motivation for yourself with. And let it be easier and more fun than maybe how you're originally thinking. If you can continue to come back to those questions, it'll really serve you. Okay, beautiful friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Joyfully You Podcast. My name is Kelsey Lowe. I'm a self-love and empowerment coach. And it is so fun to come on here with you on the podcast. And uh, if you like this episode, send it to a friend. If you know someone that needs to hear it. If you like this episode as well, I'm always hanging out on Instagram. That's like my favorite platform. Take a screenshot of your of the phone of in the podcast and post it to your stories. Or take a picture of wherever you are and tag me. Say, listening to Joyfully You Podcast. I'd love to see where you're listening from. Um, and also just to meet you and say hi. Because I'm a relationship person. And I love being able to share with you. But it's even more like, oh, it just makes my day to be able to actually see some of the faces behind behind the numbers of who's listening and all of that. So, um, also too, like when you guys message me and you guys share things that you liked, you guys can also share things that you want to hear more of because when I get feedback like that, that's super helpful. It's super valuable. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. So have an amazing day and I will check you guys on the next episode. See you later. Bye.